Hey yo! Welcome to season two of the Arts Podcast. For artists, for artists, by artists, by artists. So artists can talk about anything that we want and desire. I'm your host. I'm your what? I'm your host, Eric Curry the Third. Getting bigger and better this season, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for the show. Ayo! Welcome back to another episode of the Arts Block Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Curry the Third, and today, welcome to the bonus episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Arts Block Podcast Lost Files. Today, we have two amazing, beautiful black women today on today's episode. Today, to end off women's mm, to the end off Women's History Month. Uh, I decided to, you know, um, ask some beautiful women to come on the podcast and, you know, just to talk about whatever they want to talk about. This is their podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just I'm just here. I'm just going to be like the fly on the wall, I guess. But we have my beautiful mother on the podcast. We have Miss Twink Drums. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. And we have. Have my uh beautiful auntie. She's like an auntie, ladies and to me, ladies and gentlemen. Knew her, knew her since I was like a young, young pup. Young pup. She's uh helping me through these, she's helping me through these podcast streets. We have Davina on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Take it away. This is y'all thing. So I'm just gonna be sitting here chilling. Oh, okay. So how are you doing today? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. What? I, yeah. Look, I'm creating happiness back here. I see. You got the whole ambiance thing going. Got the suitcase and the little. You look just. You look like him a little bit. A little bit. Uh, you said I look like that. That's my. Why you? Why you have to make the sound? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if it's a horse or a donkey, so I call it a hornky. Ah. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, Davina, welcome to the Arts Blog Podcast. Thank you for having us. Yes, Eric. Thank you for having us. Um, Eric came up with this bomb idea. He was just like, you know what? So whole time, let's just talk about how, one, do you ever as a mom notice obviously maybe not with the little ones or maybe with the little ones because the little ones will teach you things as well but like do you, does Jaden oftentimes inspire you to like really get on your stuff like does she do something or say something that kind of lights your fire and you like dang let me really uh go ahead and you know yes let me tell you Jaden is the queen of self-care okay Jaden will take her time to do whatever she's doing She'll take a day to just pamper herself and she doesn't want to be bothered. And I was like, oh, women do that? Like women take time <laughs> out for themselves? Now, I know you don't have any kids or anything like that, but even at her age, like I think self-care is a whole new thing that people are putting out there. I think it's necessary. But like when I look at Jaden, it's like her resilience, her, she knows exactly what she wants. And at 16, yeah. that's, a, that's a, and she's a good kid. Like she could be out there like, wow, you know, 
but she's not an involved. Yeah, she can be. Fine. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, I definitely feel the same way with Eric. Not necessarily as far as self care. Obviously, he's a guy, but he definitely is like you're making excuses. Like you know, I'll tell him an idea that I have, and I may put it off and put it off and put it off. And he's like, Mm-mm, you're making excuses. Like, no, like, why do it? Like, what are you waiting for? You know what I mean? Kind of like lighting that fire underneath me. I think it's so cool. Yeah, it's amazing what kids like. It's, I don't even know how to explain it, but even even with Thomas and Cooper, they uh, they definitely light a fire because Cooper's a... Cooper's a very no-nonsense person, and then Thomas jokes around a lot, but even with that, they said that they're going to do a podcast, so whenever we're done setting up and when we're done recording, they come here and they say, okay, we're ready. It's going to be about Naruto, and you are Shasuke, and you are blank, blah, blank, and let's go talk about it, and they record. That's super cute. But I think it talks to who we are, too. That's very true. That's very true. Because if we was, you know, out here, out and bopping, they might be. That and I think if we were and and no, like, downplay to it, if we were working, if all we did was work a nine to five and we came home and we complained and hated our jobs and all these things, then I think that our kids would feed off of that. But because we live in this creative space to where we're saying it's okay. I mean, come on people, we live in America. You can make uh, money from selling water. Um, So, you know, like we're creative and you're showing your kids a different path. That's very true. and, And they, you know, from entrepreneurship to, to music, to painting, to, hey, you can do anything you want to do. And we didn't always have that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. definitely is like a bubbling of, hey, you're a great creative. Like, No, I, I definitely agree. I agree. Um, so funny, when I met Jaden and you met Eric, I was, was Eric, how, maybe like four or five, maybe? Was he, was he that old? Maybe. How old are you now? 15. Yeah. So he's a year younger than, when will you be 16? September. September. Oh, yeah. So he's a year younger than Jaden. So what was that, 2012, 2011, something like that? Yeah, 10, right. 11. 10, 11. 10, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. And they, I, who, when Eric was <laughs> writing papers, or he was, what was he a part of the um the newspaper club? Hold on, let me change my hat for this one. <laughs> Eric was a part of the newspaper club taking pictures and. <laughs> Eric was, I can't see. Okay, so Eric was, that's better? I don't know, my head feels crooked. But, okay, so Eric was a part of the, um the newspaper he was editor in chief or whatever of the newspaper 
but he also had to write the newspaper and come up with stories. Um, and then he was writing a play or something else. And he was selling, selling candy that I think he got from the corner store down the street. And, and he needed money for all of this. So he would walk around and say, so what can I put you down for? You're going to, are you going to support? I need $5. And you do is such a sucker. I'm like, you do, you think this boy doing all this? In the first grade. <laughs> no, but that just shows y'all like my entrepreneurial skills at such a young age. Y'all should have seen it like when I was like five, six years old. We did. We did. Absolutely. We definitely did. I, you know, I mean, between that and lying, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> nah, but yeah, he was always there. And then he wasn't just like one of those kids that were just in the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, such a good kid. I'm like, oh, we're going to this, uh, we're going to this event, and Lil E was right there all the time with you. Yeah, but you know what? I say this. Um, so I had a photo shoot two weekends ago. And uh, when I went to get my makeup done, um, the lady, she had five-month-old baby boy, so cute little baby boy, but the dad wasn't there yet. So she's trying to get the baby together, feed the baby, put the baby to bed. And, you know, obviously, you know, my appointment was at 11. The dad wasn't there yet. So she's like apologizing. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I just, at that moment, I'm thinking about like, as a woman, all of the things that we have to do and we have to make it happen. And it's just like, she was very professional, you know, and she was very apologetic. Like, I am so sorry. Like, you know, uh, he was supposed to be here. Yeah, exactly. I said, I'm a mom of three. Like, I totally get it. I totally understand. Like, it is okay. And she's like, I know, but it's not. And, but it's just like, as women, we have to, we have to do those things. Like Eric was, everywhere with me shows studio like he got to experience things at a young age because he was just he was there same yeah. with Jaden you know what I mean every everywhere you know so that also kind of like I guess pushes them a little more toward the entrepreneurial creative side because they've, yeah. they've experienced everything you know so it's kind of cool too yeah and like you said as a woman we have to like you do always ask so I have an aunt well, great aunt. She had 14 kids. Like she literally had 14 kids. Not, not, oh, I'm going to adopt your kids and your kids. She pushed out 14 kids. And I'm sure there are millions of stories like this. Well, that's um, Eric. Make sure you in insert a clap. Yay. 14, please. That's a big thing. So look, insert here. <laughs> <laughs> My 14 kids and she and my uncle were married and together they have 14 kids. So that's another clap because that was that was yeah, a marriage. Yeah. 14 yeah. And we always sit back and wonder, like, how did you make it with that many kids? But a woman just knows what to do. Like we just know. And it's nothing, there's no book out there. There's no there's no course that you can take. I mean, there are books, mm -hmm. there are courses, but this is what we were made for. Remember I told you that when you were giving birth? I was like, don't yep. worry about it. 
Your body is made for this. It's going to hurt like shit. But, oh, can I? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> gonna hurt like hell. <laughs> but like that's what our bodies are made for. But yes. just past that, you're gonna you're gonna go through some ups and downs in life. But like we were made for this. We were. We were. We were made for this. But then I look at the dad who was supposed to be there that wasn't there and he with his friends and he's just like, oh, they got it easy. Like they could do whatever the hell they want to do. We still got to take care of the kids. We still got to work. We still got to feed out this this entrepreneur spirit, this 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 hunger that we have for for our dreams. Like we still got to do all of this stuff and be sexy mama. You know, you know what I mean. Like we got to do it all. Let me change my hat because I think we're doing a damn good job. I think we're doing a very good job. I feel like I ain't come prepared. You ain't telling me we was having props. I always have props. Y'all don't watch. Yeah. Always have props. No, but seriously, like we do a really, really good job at it. And no one can take that away from us. Yeah, Whether it's black, white, yellow, brown, whatever, women are just so resilient because we have yeah. to. They call it Mother Earth for a reason. Right? Because Mother mm-hmm. Earth births, you know? Absolutely. Births everything. Um, so yeah, like I'm just trying to get rid of this baby fat. Although my keep, last child is about keep, to be five. Keep walking and getting lapped. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> I mean okay, let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was on a track this evening and there was this mom who had a stroller and the baby was in it and she went around the track and I was walking and then I saw her pass me. But you know what? I think that she would pass me and then like come back around. I do. Like she would cut through. Is that what we're going to do? We're going we, is that what we're doing? We, we, to make you feel okay yep she was cut she was cutting through because she, she was cheating yeah she was she was cheating so what do you think twink um as a mom as an entrepreneur uh as an artist and a creative what do you think like your the hardest time has been for you balancing balancing everything because it's like you're working nine to five one so that takes up a huge chunk of your day Mm -hmm. so you have your nine to five right and then you have after your nine to five you know you have your kids that you have to cook clean spend time with play with read with prepare then you got to get them get them ready for bed right and then it leaves this small window if you plan on getting any sleep. A small window of time left for you to even work on your dream. So yeah. it's like trying to figure out. And then like most of the time we're working jobs that we don't really want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're chasing paper and not passion. Thank yeah. you, Eric. For um, he, Let me tell you, Eric is so cool. So he sent me this sermon. What did I say? I said we, 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 I said we chasing 
Oh, what did I say? Purpose. Purpose. We're chasing we're, we're, purpose. We're, 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 we're chasing, Eric. I, I'm confused. <laughs> we're chasing, we're chasing paper? No. We're no, we chasing purpose, not paper. Supposed to be chasing purpose. You said passion. Oh, my bad. Get me together. I'm sorry. Rewind. Ain't no rewind. I'm not editing that. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm not editing that. Yes. Hey, yo. <laughs> But no, like I realized that I am I am paper chasing right now when I really should be purpose chasing. Um, um you say yeah. he a sermon? Yeah, he sent me the sermon, Pastor Mike Todd. Did I say his name right? I probably got that wrong too. I said it right. Okay. Pastor Mike Todd of Transformation Church. Um, he has this series uh is on um paper uh, i don't even know what the whole entire series is, is called but that part one of the videos in the series is called are you paper chasing or purpose chasing mm. and nine i want to say i said when i was talking to eric about i would say 95 percent of americans or just people in general are paper chasing you know we got bills to pay you know what i mean we got keep a roof over our head we got to eat kids to take care of and really, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, if we were chasing purpose, all of that stuff would come to us. Instead of us running after the paper, running after all this stuff, it would come to us. Because, I mean, we, you know, like, uh, yeah, so yeah. it's a cool sermon. But, yes, I think balancing everything else. Yeah, oh, yeah, Eric sent it to us. Balancing all that um, and not feeling guilty because you spent you know, more time on one thing, less time, you know, from, so yeah, that, that's it. That guilt thing gets me every time, especially mm -hmm. as a mom and a wife. It's like, you know, I have a husband who works a lot. Like that's, he loves it. You know, um, me on the other hand, I enjoy working, but I tend to call reality TV uh my field research because i need time <laughs> i need i need time i mean you do you do yeah but it's like it's hard because you have kids you have to you know plan things out like you said the purpose you know versus the paper and everybody feels and it's not that you feel that you need the paper you know that you need the paper Mm -hmm. It's the world that we live in, or no, it's the society that we live in. Like, mm, it's difficult. It is. It is. It is. It is. But you know what? Um, we gonna figure it out. Well, we're doing it. You know, we're doing it. Are we're we? Because I'm still working a nine to five. Yeah. I mean, you know what? If you're not working a nine to five, you're still working and you're hustling and you're still That's running after that paper. So whether it's you're, you clocking in or, you know, you're doing it on your own, like for somebody who is working for themselves, they still is maybe not a nine to five. It may be a, you know, seven to 10, you know what I mean? And then you have to lock those things in to maybe get some paper, you know? So it's- Yeah, it's, that's true. It's still, the, it's still the same thing. Everybody's chasing paper because you feel that you have to. 
And really, because you, you, you got to pay your bills. You got to feed your family. You know, I mean, I think the tent community has a right. You know what? I agree. But then, it, well, I ain't going to say that. Okay. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> Don't you say it. Don't you say it. I'm just, I just, you know, I think about it all the time. Like, do we have it right or do they have it right? Because the reality is, is that we're stressed. We are stressed, right? And they have, everybody has some type of stress. I just think that the stress is different. I agree. And these kids be stressing me out. I'd be trying to ship, I'd be trying to ship them somewhere. You know, I mean, if my son had a big head like that. See, what we're not gonna do is go on me on my own platform. That's that's bullying. That's bullying. Whoa, whoa, we do not say the B word. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go back on mute. I'm going, I'm going back on mute. I'm you should. <laughs> All right, Davina. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Eric has all these little segments. I don't know what time it is, but you changed your hat. So that means it's time to switch up gears. Let's so, go. Davina, dead or alive? Like, who 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 would you want to work with? Pick an artist. Pick a hundred artists, because Eric has to edit this. So pick just pick a hundred. Don't you better not pick a hundred. You better leave that joint to 10 max. Dead or alive, an artist that I would like to work with. Why so, I say we only got five minutes remaining? Because we only got five minutes remaining. You came late. Remember, you spent all that time trying oh. to Okay, so the artist that I would like to work with, I would like to work with uh, God's Angels. I feel like that harm, those harmonies and that. Ooh, I don't know who that is. Who that is? Who that is? God's angels. You know they can sing. Oh, hey. Angels. Like like our God. Angels. Yes, our God. I thought it was a group. I thought it was a group. No, the angels. That sounds like a group. God's angels. Like, what? Somebody need to start a group. Photoshop it. Can you? (laughs) The Lord's angels. (laughs) You know they was bombed. I thought it was a group, God's Angels. It's like God's property, GP, GA. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, Prince. Blouse. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, ooh, this is good. This is good. I would say Michael Jackson, but he was too much of a control freak. I love Michael. Don't get me wrong, but he can't control... So what, in what capacity would you like to work with these people? You trying to sing with them? What you trying to do? <clears throat> uh, no, they would want to sing with me, first of all. Second of all, um, I think that uh, I would love to A&R their projects. Okay. Okay. All right. I've A&R. never given myself that, that, but I think I'm a, I have a pretty good ear when it comes to music. And I don't even know what A&R means. Like that's been ruined. Everybody's an A&R now. 
talked about that, remember? You just sit in the back of the studio and do this. That's what I said. That's it right there. That's it. Like, that's what I said. You're, y'all aren't A&Rs for real. That is not your job description. Y'all just be on the back mad. of the tour bus hearing all the unreleased music. Do a lot. Man, we should. Like, that's not. Yeah, but I would love to to be a real A&R. Eric, I'd love to see what uh, image you're going to put in for God's angels. I'll find hmm. some. Ooh, maybe I could direct them. All right. Y'all see that? Close it out, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so look, it's Women's History Month, right? Uh-huh. So like, as a woman who is currently writing her story, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have a daughter. Mm -hmm. um what like advice or what like you know what do you tell uh Jaden when she comes to you and she you know hey mom I have this idea hey mom I this I that what what are you the type of mom that's like super supportive or are you like girl Mm -mm." (laughs) oh you like girl uh -uh. I saw it I see it no I'm super supportive Super supportive to where I go by the domain, get all the social media. We heard about you in domains, man. Look, I went and bought a domain for something that be just because I thought she might have just saw the name somewhere and picked it up. So I said, I ain't even doing nothing with the domain. I just bought the domain just so Davina couldn't buy it. Are you saying, what was it? Hmm? What was it? What's the you said? What's the Devane? I said Devane. We got less than a minute, so what's gonna happen? It's gonna cut us off, and then what? And then we just gonna have to join back if y'all wanna keep talking. Oh, well, then I don't wanna. Well, then can you just cut us off? Okay, I can sing us out. Lift And we're back. Oh, why, why are y'all clapping? Why are y'all clapping? Why are y'all? Okay, the Zoom cut out on us. All right, guys, y'all can continue y'all conversation. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, so do, um, what were you talking about? Huh? Eric, Eric. I don't know why y'all looking at me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, we'll just move it on. We'll just go on. Let the river flow. Um, so we're black in America. We are. How do you feel yeah. about the climate today? Um it's heavy. It is a lot of shit going on you know what i mean it's just like we still here we are still here yeah it's scary it's yeah it's scary and it's 
you know, I would like to say that it's motivating um, to like get up and do something, but I think it's too much in our face from the news to social media to all these other things. I don't, I don't know what to do, you know? So most times it, because it's everywhere, I'm going to take a break. Like, I don't, uh-uh. I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to read about it. You know what I mean? Like, because taking in all that like, every day, all day, taking that stuff in is not good for your, yeah. yeah, for your spiritual being. Like, it'll wear you down. So it's just like, I'll take as much as I can. And then it's just like, I'll, I'll cut it off. You know what I mean? You ever feel guilty for cutting it off? Because, and let me preface it this way, like you have three sons who are black, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, they are, they are killing our men left and right, and they're killing our black women. And now they're killing, you know, Asian women. Look, it's a lot. Like, do you ever feel bad or guilty for not um, posting or or saying something about it? Uh, well, I feel like I, I do post, maybe not on my page, but I like repost things on my story or I may say things on my story, um, depending upon what the topic is. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, when I say I cut it off, I don't necessarily cut it off, cut it off, but it's just like, for me, I know what I can handle. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I can't absorb all of that negativity. Like, it's too much. It's like, I'm taking on everybody's energy. You know, your energy from your post, his mm-hmm. energy from his post. Yep. And it's like, it's too much. It, it's too much. Yeah. So, and I think for my psyche, for my spirit, and then for the well-being of my kids, Psyche and spirit is like, okay, like, you know what I mean? So we're not oblivious to what's going on, but we, you know, we limit the amount that we absorb because you you just, I don't think anybody should have to absorb as much, you know, as really with social media. Yeah. 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 It it definitely is a lot. And it's in your face 24 seven. And again, I love that it brings awareness but I can't lie when everything was happening over the summer, um, it brought a lot of anxiety to, to our podcast um, and the page. But then personally, I felt like I couldn't post anything positive. Like I couldn't post anything funny about my kids. It was, it was, it was way too much. It was, mm, it was, you're saying you felt like you couldn't post anything positive because of the state of of the country. Not and let me not say positive. I couldn't post my happy go lucky. Oh, you know, oh, we doing it over here. I couldn't post those because the the country was mourning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a uh, it was a really hard time. So I went out to the marches. Um, here in Atlanta. I don't, they weren't marches. <laughs> they were barbecues <laughs> and electric slide parties. 
I mean, I'm saying it was like. Wait, hold on. Pause, 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 pause. I'm just saying. I mean, we marched and said, oh. It's electric. But he was, you know, right down the street. But that's not where I thought you were going. Like, I thought you was about to break down in tears. Like, you said, I marched in Atlanta and I was ready. So I said, oh, she's about to start crying. Oh, my God, this is really touching. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was about waiting for right? Yeah, I was waiting for It was a barbecue. <laughs> they was barbecuing. They was handing out chips, food. And I loved, like, the camaraderie, everybody. We had the National Guard out there. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Until that one moment where the lady got on and she said, Hey guys, you know what? Don't worry about it. They want us to keep partying. They just want to bring the trucks in. What trucks y'all bringing in? Kid you not. They brought in tanks and closed off every street. Every street. Close it off. Just keep partying. But why do they have guns out and pointed? I was like, I'm ready to go to jail for the cause. Yeah, I got pulled up by my shirt. I said, you bring your ass on because I'm not calling you, dude, to tell him you've been arrested. <laughs> I was ready, though. Okay. I'm about to go out there next week. I mean, I, I'll go to my neighbor's house. I'm about to put Black Lives Matter in my yard and face it to their house. Because Black Lives Matter. I mean, because they like Trump. Oh, gotcha. It's okay. You, you can edit this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not editing this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Look, you were supposed to change into your um, Biden Harris hat. When you said that this part, it was supposed to be useful. I got a wig. It's long and blonde, too. What do you call her? Huh? What do you call her? I think it's Tiffany. That's, oh. Tiffany is more like your braid wig or like. What should she be? Long and blonde. I don't know. <laughs> you dancing? That's, I was. You I was whipping my hair. Okay, the hair that ain't there, or the the blonde wig hair. Why are you, what are you talking about? So many haters. Haters will say the hair's not there. <laughs> okay. Well, so look, Women's History Month, like. You you created some history. Like you I don't know how much I don't know how much ownership you had in house, but like that was a big thing. Like Oh, all of it. I had all the ownership. uh, Well see, bam, like come on. (laughs) Studio DC dance, that's history. You know what's crazy? I did not know this, but for the longest time, it was only my names on the paper and on the big account. You better. Uh, 
love yourself. <laughs> yes. A whole business that you ain't even know. I whole bank know. account that you ain't even know. Look, he was sent me up for greatness. I don't know. He was. He said, if they but take yeah. me out, my boot's still going. <laughs> Is that the gun? Ride or die. Okay. So how was that experience? Like the whole... Um, it was hard. It was difficult, but it was fun. So, um, I don't know how much you know about the whole beginning story of, of house, like how we started all that stuff. Um, so you and I have known each other since eighth grade and he's watched and stalked me. Make sure you don't cut any of this out. He's been a stalker for damn near 20 years. It's crazy. Um, and then we reconnected because um, Jaden's dad, funny enough, said his name, said, you know, go talk to you. Do. And I was like, you do. There's only one you do. He's African. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I I hit him on Facebook, and that's how it all started. And um, he said, well, I have this idea. I mean, he was running the studio in, at Avalon at the time. But Avalon Wait, hold on. Let me cut you off right quick. What? So Jaden's daddy is responsible for y'all. Uh, he was like, ain't that about us? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. We never recorded this or anything. Exclusive content, bro. Ooh. Exclusive, 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 exclusive. No. I don't know how you do exclusives. <laughs> but yeah, he said his name one day, and uh, I was like, wow, there's only one Yudu I know. So I hit him on Facebook. And I said, hey, you know, somebody said your name. I just wanted to say, hey, what's up? And uh, it literally was history from there. It was like quick. Quick, 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 quick. And then we connected. Uh-huh. Go ahead. You have a question? No, I was going to say, so So, how was it like working with your 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 man, your boo? Like when y'all get mad, like the business still got to go on. So it's like. All right, let's go ahead. But I, I'm still not talking to you. But we're gonna we're gonna work this this business part of it out. I can honestly say, so we were together for three years, and then we got married, and this was all during house. I can honestly say, for the three years before we got married, we did not argue one time. Oh. Not not once, not once, and it wasn't because I was submissive in a negative way, because I think there's a whole nother conversation for being submissive, um, nor was he. Uh, but we just knew our roles and, cause yes, I still do believe in roles. Um, we knew our roles and we, we handled our roles well. What you mean roles, roles like what? Roles for, for example, like, yes, we, we built a company, we worked together, um, but, like when it came to picking up Jaden and making dinner and cleaning the house, although you do helped with those things, that was ultimately on me. Like I went and picked up Jaden 
and I made dinner so that he can continue to run a business because at the time I had I had no clue how to run a business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was it. You guys only did the business. You had no like you wasn't working a full time. He wasn't working a full time. The um, business was full time. No, on and off. So we started house in 2010. Um, and then at the time we were just running the business. I moved from Atlanta to back to, uh, DC on the <laughs> hopes and dreams and faith. Um, and then I actually moved in with his, I moved in with Ray. Ray Jala, the producer, little African boy. Oh, calm down, little African boy. Okay. Yeah, that's his cousin. And thank God for Raymond. Like, I don't know what we would have done. So he took Jaden and I in. Like, me and Jaden moved in with Ray. And we and Ray helped me get a job at um, Tacoma Park Rec. So I would go to the studio in the morning, if I'm remembering correctly. I'll go to the studio in the morning, drop Jaden off at school, and then pick her up, then go to the rack, and then go back. But then there was one summer where I worked three jobs and did the studio. Okay, you was you was like, I'm gonna just. I ain't gonna say that. What? Go ahead. It might be racist. What? It might be racist. You was supposed to say I'm gonna be Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. Jamaican. That's not racist. They are hardworking bunch of people. But yeah, so I would get up, we would go to SYEP with the kids Mm -hmm. for the summer program. I would leave from there and go to the studio. Then I worked at UMBC, whatever. I worked at the college and the studio and then the after the after school yeah. program that they had at the studio. No, no, no. Cause it was a stu- recording studio. Then it was the after school recording studio. Then they had the, the S Y E P. And then I worked at the college and in between there, it was, there was something else. Ain't nobody lying. <laughs> I don't think maybe it was three jobs. Cause there was no after school program in the summer. Yeah, maybe that was it. But yeah, it was no sleep that summer. None, but the best time I've had. That summer sticks out to me more than anything. Oh, so you would do it over again? Oh, what? Absolutely, yeah. It was hard. It was very difficult. It was very difficult. There was times where we couldn't pay the guys. You know what I mean? There was times where we we made sure everybody ate you know what i mean as far as food and stuff like i had to get on food stamps and medicaid or medicare which one is it i don't know it's one meta. of just say meta it was meta it was government health insurance food stamps um and this was the time where everybody thought that we were doing you know, 
perception is everything. You know what I mean? So when you, you know, we were doing well, we were doing good, but it didn't mean that it wasn't hard. You and I weren't getting paid ever. We didn't get paid from the studio. I don't think so, we ever took a paycheck from the studio. So you said something, which is key. Perception is everything, which is, you know, when you think about Instagram and social media and like reality TV and like perception, everything, it, yes, everything. I don't know. I think I saw something on the shade room last night when I was supposed to be asleep. I was on Instagram, but it was like this little drawing and it was like three pictures. And it's like, did you see it? The one that was like a relationship and it like on one half of it, of the lady, you know, the guys on one half. Oh, uh, where he lady. had like debt and something else. The other one had a girl on the side. That was being beaten. Mm. Like, it's like, you know, that, that, was, that was pretty deep because that's a lot of people's reality. Like, it looks good on the outside, but I mean, it, it is how, rotten as hell. Yeah, it's how we make it look. No one's going to show the shitty part of their life. Why not? It's reality. It's real. Why don't we show that? Why don't we show the shitty part? Why? 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 Why not? Because my shitty right. part can't inspire somebody else who's actually going through a shitty part. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we show our shitty parts? Yeah, I think I think also you have to understand that you can't show your shitty part when you're in it. Right? Why? Because you just can't. Everybody's not that strong, and like oh, showing. I got you. Like, like I'm going through a really, really hard time, right? Mm-hmm. Every other day, I'm going to post my shitty day on, on Instagram. Like, who is that inspiring? I'm just, I'm just bitching at that point. I mean, I'm not saying, like, every other day post your shitty day, but the reality, I, I, I mean, because every other day, we're not posting... Well, some people are saying, all right, rewind. No, every other day, we're not posting what? The 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 upper. So, like, every other day, like, everybody's not uh, posting. But then I said some people do. Some people do post. It, like, every day is, like, life is just grand. But I will say on the flip side of that, when people do vent on social media, everybody's like, why are you putting this on social media? Like, call a friend, write it in a journal. Like, why Why would you, you know what I mean? Like, this is not for everybody to know. And it's like, if I, so social media is only for me to share my happy. That's not and real life. I think when people realize that social media, it's a social tool, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's meant for people to, it could be whatever you want it to be. And when people start to, if everybody lived in their truth, then it would be okay. You know what I mean? But everybody doesn't live in their truth. It's too hard. You, mm. if, if I am, if I am this positive light for most people, people can't handle me being something else, right? And it's, it's, again, it's not for them to handle or it, 
it should be for me, but we don't do anything for ourselves anymore. Everything is for the gram or how people are going to are how people will perceive us. It's like high school all over again. It is. It, I mean, it, it shouldn't is, be. Absolutely not. It shouldn't be like that. But unfortunately, we have made it that. Not the the higher ups, not the people sitting in the chair because they're just clicking to see what we click on. We've done that. Yeah, but I mean, so like, why are we so consumed with that? Like, why is the reality, the false reality, I'm sorry, why is the false reality the, the thing that everyone's going after? Like, why is that it? And everyone knows it's a false reality. Everyone knows it. But everybody ignores it. But it's no different than the music industry. It's no different than the industry, entertainment industry. Do you really, truly believe that these artists are selling millions and millions and billions of copies of their albums? No, it's been done since the beginning of time. You have to look bigger than life. It is the perception. So what the labels do is that they purchase these albums. And that's why you will see them in Walmart in a bucket for $5 years later. I need my artists to look this big. They have to look this big, right? Because I've spent all this money making you who you are. Right now, everybody is a Instagram and social media celebrity. I need my numbers to be here. Everything is numbers. Watch the news. Whenever they introduce someone or whenever they say anything, you know, they got over a million <laughs> views on their YouTube page. That's how they introduce people. Everything is numbers. It is. And no one cares that it's fake or that it's real. It just makes you feel good. No, we Every do care. No. Care. It's a but small caring doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we care. That's but we but we don't. It's a small percentage that know that it's fake. And there's a smaller, even smaller percentage that care. I think it's I think the percentage that knows it's fake is big. I think we everyone knows it's fake, but I don't think we care. Or not we, but we. No. I don't think people care. I I I I believe that the people know it's fake. actually know it's fake. You gotta understand, like anywhere from Eric, you young. Come on, chime in. How do young people perceive social media? Um they're the most gullible. For high schoolers to be on social media and for us well for me personally to see other people my age or younger than me doing better than me at either what i do or what i want to do it makes mm -hmm. me not want to do what i love to do anymore because it makes mm -hmm. me feel like i'm not good, good at what mm -hmm. i do even though i could be 10 times better at them at, at what they do, right? But I'm not getting the same results as them. So it makes me feel like, well, I'm not as good as that because people like this, so people like their podcast, but no, people don't like Arts Block. So what's wrong with me? What's wrong with something I'm doing? When it really probably isn't nothing wrong with what I'm doing, right? So mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the part for me and for most people our age. We it's hard to find ourselves in who we are when 
who we want to be is not who we are, if that makes sense. I understand what you're saying, but but Wait, and the truth of the reality. So right. so it's hard to find who we are like as a person when who we want to be isn't who we are. So mm-hmm. say so say your biggest like social media influencer, right? You want to be them so bad, but they what they're doing might not be what you want to do. But mm-hmm. you just want that so bad that you're, man, forget it. I'm going to do it. You want the status of what Yes, that. yes. You, the reality of, of it, for real, is that that's adults, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's kids, but it's also adults. You know, you have adults who are still trying to find themselves, and they go to social media, and it's like, oh, well, as a, as a female, I'm going to just post a picture in my bra my panties because I'm gonna get a lot of likes I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get so much attention people gonna be in my DMs oh my god like and once you get that first it's like a drug like people become addicted to the attention so like once you get that first uh line you do that first little line that's how they do it <laughs> you know what <laughs> once you get that first high it's like oh I'm addicted so I have to consistently I have to keep up with it so, okay, I post this bra and panties and I get a thousand likes, but then I post, you know, me fully dressed and I only get like 50 likes. So, uh-oh, let me just continue to be naked. And then I got to push the envelope because now, you know, I can't just be naked now. And I got to like be naked and like, you know, do a little turk turk or be naked and like shimmy or something, you know, do a little, little something strange or a little piece of chai. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like that's the reality reality of, of, of social media, you know? So I be feeling like I feel like I'm glad that we did not grow up that I did not grow up in the social media era. I agree. I, I feel agree. like these kids have it so hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. And I, I would think I, I would say that conversation, excuse me, is a conversation that I've had to have, not because she was doing anything wrong. It was just like, yo, be mindful. Mm-hmm. Cause what's on the internet stays on the internet, and ne- it it will never go away. But then also, like, know that you don't have to compete. And I have no mm-hmm. that. that child is just she is on a wave of her own. But mm-hmm. and then I have to tell myself that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, yeah, you got to compete, but it's hard. It's hard. And like you said, you'll see someone at a certain status, right? But it's it's the perception. That's where we feel that they are. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is, is that they're not really there. Yeah. These reality TV stars, when you see Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, and then, like, Atlanta's not that big. And you see the artist just like, or the the talent or whatever you want to call them the star i don't know walking by and you see the apartment that they come out of you're like what you live here oh well that looked different on tv that's the reality it's the perception and i have no issue with it none whatsoever because i understand what you have to do Mm -hmm. definitely being in the industry i know what you have to do it's like fake it till you make it. 
Yeah, so I always say, um, I, 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 I was about to lie and say I tell this story all the time. I don't. Oh. But uh, <laughs> another exclusive, 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 Eric, for the Archbog podcast. podcast, podcast. <laughs> oh. But like, I, so I think where I'm not going to say I fell out of love with the whole entertainment industry, but it kind of like put things into perspective when I did Black Girls Rock and like it was a live taping, but like the artists I performed with messed up. The opening act messed up. In my mind, I'm like, what do we do now? They're like, nope, cut. We're going to do it over again. And I was like, what? What do you mean? So like literally we had to retake it. And it's like, you start, you putting all this energy out there, you smile and then it's just like, they mess up so you have to like redo it and it's like okay audience you know clap and you, they, you know it's like you see that it's a production Everything. not necessarily and it's just like oh man it kind of took the fun out of it it took the ah, i wish i can't the wait edge, it. it yeah it did I, it did yeah, i think one i think is women were extremely resilient they don't call it mother earth for nothing like but two, I think as artists, we are also that. And and we and, and if you if you live as life is just one big production, right? You can start over again. Every every day you wake up is like cut, time out, let's do it again. That if you look at life as that, it becomes more fun. Like you're writing your That's script. true. You're writing your script. Everybody says, oh, you're writing your chapter. You're writing your book. No, I'm writing a play, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm writing a full production, okay? Tyler Perry ain't got nothing on this right here, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. I love Tyler. But seriously, like, live life as if it was a production. And you have a chance to do cut. Let's start over. All right, so production, right? If you could cut and start over, you can live anywhere you want mm -hmm. in, the, in the world. Where, mm -hmm. where would you, would it be the United States? Nah. Where would it be? Like, okay, when you say cut production, just start over. Mm -hmm. If you could just drop a pin, change the location. Look, me and my family, we, we going here. Where would you want to go? And it don't have to be forever. Just say like this chapter of your of your life or this um this this what what did you call it? This this scene, Eric. This scene, yeah. Um, no, yeah, it, it would it would be the U.S. because I don't think uh, I, the next chapter. And we actually do like <laughs> you do. <laughs> we set things up in tens, right? So mm -hmm. the first 10 years was the first chapter of us together. Um, and now we've st we've started the next 10. And I think the first half of this 10, uh, it'd probably be DC. Yeah, we'll come back to DC. Yeah, it just feels Ooh. like- It just, it honestly, it just, you know, like, 
that I feel like, you know, you build a network, you build a family, you build like just a comfort, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it DC just, it feels like home. The DMV I- area, like it just feels like home. It's nothing like it. Uh, I agree. But I, I do, I would say that the next part of that chapter and which would probably start transitioning within like the five years would be West Africa, Liberia, Ghana. I don't, I really don't want my boys to look at the United States as home. I want this to be a place where they feel like they visit and they have family or you can look at this as home. They may choose to come back here when they want to, but just know like, you have such strong roots there. And it's something that I am still searching for, you know, like mm-hmm. we were stripped and, 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 you know, robbed of our history and all those things. Um, and we started to do the research, but it's like, they have such strong roots. Mm-hmm. Like I celebrate St. Patrick's day. Like I know for a fact that I'm Irish. You know what I mean? Like not just a little bit, a lot of it, you know, but so my, I tell my boys, you're African Irishman. I don't what know. You gonna say, Eric? What you going to say? I thought you come off mute. What you going to say? You're African Irishman. Um, no, um, we have less than five minutes left. And I think this would be a great place for us to uh, wrap, wrap it up. And I just want to thank you all. I hope you got what you needed. I, I feel um, like I just. I really did. And it was amazing. I want to thank y'all for coming on and for talking to uh, my audience and my platform and um, really expressing yourselves and giving us the excuse. <laughs> exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Y'all really much appreciated. Um, is there anything that y'all want to say or promote or push before we, um, before we end this thing? Yes. yes. Go oh, ahead. No, no, no. Go you go first because I'm looking for mine. No, I didn't have anything. Oh, okay. So, y'all know uh, the Muslim guy that be on <laughs> on Instagram. Who? Rizza? Rizza Islam? Rizza? Is it Rizza? Rizza Islam? Yo. Rizza? Yeah. Okay. So, you know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Why do you look just like him? Have you heard that before? Not you, Twink, your son. I knew you were talking about him. But you knew that. You knew that, didn't you? I knew what? Did they look like him? No. But when you said the Muslim guy on Instagram, I knew who you were talking about. Davina taking all day. I would like to plug, you know, I do have something coming up. Um, not something coming up, but something that I've been working on. Um, it's called Wow She's Dope. So just be on the lookout for that because Ooh. um this is th- that's kind of what pushed Eric to push me to even do this thing. Um, but Davina, we can talk oh, about that. Oh, you gonna talk offline. to me again? We can talk about that offline. I- I'll be talking to you, but yeah, we can talk about that offline. While she's dope, so just be on the lookout for that. You can um go ahead on IG and follow while she's dope. Um, W O W. Oh, I guess I should plug stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Plug your podcast. Oh, and twinkdrums.com. No, no. 
I'm sorry. No, just, uh, I don't know. Go ahead, Davina. You got two minutes. Okay. Follow uh, my podcast at a podcast about on all platforms, or you can hashtag APAN, A-P-A-N podcast um, with V and A-D. This, just say, <laughs> this is A-D. That- Hey, A.D. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> Thank y'all for coming on the Osball Podcast. Thank y'all for uh, watching the Osball Podcast. This is officially the end of Act 2 with this bonus episode. You can follow me at Eric Curry the Third. You can follow the podcast at the Osball Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and turn on post notifications so you can be notified every time we post. Podcast. Make sure you give me a five star and review. If you're listening anywhere else, shout out to you. Remember that artists never, never die. die. And I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Peace. Peace.